Hello, everybody. Welcome back on another Tuesday night to a special TV edition of Sci-Fi Watcher with the Orville. Glad you could join us again this week. I am Corey Charette, and my friend Mr. Brian Lee is over there on the other side of the microphone. Brian, how's it going? What's up, Corey? I'm good to be here, man. I'm so happy to be doing this one more time. Counting down till we get to the season two premiere at the end of the year. I can't wait for that. All right, let's just jump into this episode. Episode number eight of season one called Into the Fold came out November 2nd, 2017. Written by Brandon Braga and Andre Bormanis and directed by Brandon Braga. This is the Dr. Finn takes her children on a little vacation that goes wrong. Yes, <laughs> very wrong. Yeah, it was kind of interesting to actually have a, a Finn-centric episode. Yeah, I mean, have we had episodes yet where it was just one character? Well, it was more than one character. Yeah, almost, yeah, I was going to say it's almost like a bottle episode. But, it, I mean, it wasn't just one location. But it was just basically her, Isaac, and her two kids, which I don't even think we even knew she had kids before this. I don't remember hearing about them at all. No, this is brand new information. Um, yeah, and we also find out that her kids were not naturally conceived. Yeah, she didn't want a man in her life. She just wanted kids. Yeah, which, I which I'm like, sure this is no big deal in this time period. But I like that they didn't make a big deal about it. They just said, hey, she's like, I don't, I didn't find somebody I wanted to be with, so I, but I still wanted kids. Yeah. And artificial impregnation is what Isaac said. <laughs> yeah, well, he goes a little too technical with this. I love all his technical stuff. I, I wrote all of them down because I'm like, I love how he, he, he says that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, I'll let you keep going. Go no, ahead. I mean, it's, you know, the Isaac goes with them on the journey and then the kid, the kids are pain in the butt, like all kids. Um, did you catch the family guy reference? No. Talk to me. It was really early on. I, I found it. Um, well, I didn't, I had to look it up, but at the very beginning when, um, the little boy is waking up Claire going, mommy, mommy, mom, yes. mom. I did catch that, but they did it just enough where it's like it didn't necessarily have to be Family Guy. But I did notice that. I think it was Family Guy related. Well, it's yeah. it's Seth MacFarlane's show, so we'll go. It's Family Guy related. Yeah. No, but I mean, I like the episode. I, you know, I like the, the older. I don't even have the kids' names in here. I don't know if you have it, but Ty and Marcus. Time was the young boy, and Marcus was the older one. Yeah, so Marcus has his his little game he's taking with him. Basically, is his cell phone is what they're trying to insinuate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the little one's just an annoying little turd. <laughs> As they are. <clears throat> I do like the fact that the little one throws the phone on, or the phone. I call it a phone, but it's a game. They don't call it a phone. It's the game. Onto the right. console, console of the shuttle, and all hell breaks loose. Go into the gravity shear, which I thought was like a wormhole, basically. They called it a spatial fold, and they showed up a thousand light years from their previous location. Yeah. I don't know. I like a wormhole better, but okay. Wormhole, you can say wormhole. And I like as they're as they're crash as they're trying to find a place to go, they land on a third moon. Everything has to be like third, like it's Earth like, so it's gotta be the third moon. You know, why why couldn't it be like Oh, the, I didn't catch that. Okay. Like, why did you pick third honestly if I was writing this episode, I said, Oh, it's 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 you know, a place we can go to. Why make it the third? Why make it the fourth or the tenth or whatever? Why just why third? I would avoid that at all costs. But it looks like Earth too as they're approaching it. Because we're the third rock from the sun, is that what it is? Yeah, I mean that's why I was like, why do three? Yeah, and it looks like Earth too as they're approaching it, which I'm like, come on, really? 
they all have to look like Earth in order to have life, I guess. Yeah, but still, I mean, it doesn't have to have all the oceans and stuff look like almost identical. But mm-hmm. if, as it's pro- approaching, it felt like an episode of Lost when the shuttle broke in half and the hat back end and lands on one part of the, uh, I would say island, but one part of the, the planet and the uh, mm-hmm. the front end's another part. I was like, okay, I like that. Yeah, I, it was kind of telegraphed when uh, Claire went to the back and then she strapped in, mm-hmm. you know, back there. She could have easily have strapped back into the front. But, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I I saw that one coming, but it's still like it looked pretty cool as it broke off. You could just see her just, you know, going off in the distance. Like that's I like the shot though. The shot looked good. Yeah, I think the effects were pretty decent for for a TV show. Yeah. That was I, that was an interesting angle in my opinion. Instead of just doing it like sideways or from another another perspective, uh, I do like the fact that Isaac's with the kids. I mean, think about it. You're you're alone on an un, unknown world. You, you, the kids need to sleep, so have somebody keep guard that never needs to sleep, and that can shoot pretty darn quick. I feel like if Isaac wasn't there, those kids would be dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if it, it was any of the other guys that you know were supposed to go. Like Gordon mm-hmm. or uh, John, yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was, I was like, it was perfect that he went. And the thing though, if the the scene, I guess I don't know if it was the way it was edited, but when he left the kids alone and he went to get to the get uh, Doctor Finn, um, it felt like he got there really quick. Uh, I think that was just probably a cut. Yeah. You know? it, it seemed like they should have made it feel like time passed a little bit slower, but it was like he's like, I'm gonna go. All of a sudden, like. Like two seconds later, he's he's already there. It's like, oh, she's gone. Yeah. Unless he can move really fast and we just don't know it. <laughs> well, that was, you know, that was one of my things I was wondering. I'm like, can he move faster? He's, he's artificial. He's an artificial. No, he doesn't like, take breaks, though. That's the thing. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't have a concept of being tired. That's true. He doesn't have to stop. That's true. But we also don't know how far away the ship really was. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because, of course, uh, because because Finn was, I don't I don't really understand was she kidnapped. She was like kidnapped and held hostage, but she was like kept there to keep be company slash safe. I was like, well, he kept saying safe. He said safe multiple times. And the thing that was hilarious was um, Claire said my my translator must be broken because safe means something else, something else in my language. Well, that's the and that's something else too that Star Trek never did that I can remember. Apparently they have some sort of translator on them in their ear or something like that, where they could translate languages on the fly. Well, if that's the case, they also must speak it because you can't, you got to do it both ways. Well, yeah. Or it could be, yeah. Well, it could be some sort of like, let's go back to Dr. Who, like some sort of telepathic thing of some sort. That, mm-hmm. was, that was my next question. It's like, they can understand the language, but how, how do they speak it? Exactly. Yeah. That's never been described yet. She said that translator thing, and I was like, where is your translator? Because <laughs> I was thinking it was like an in-ear piece or something like that. Could have been. Because you have to I hear know. it. I mean, how would, would it go like through your clothes? Then I, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. But it's an it's a different idea. It's an, it's an interesting idea that Seth put in here, or the writers of this episode put in here. So I'm curious if we're going to see a little bit more of that down the road. I hope so. I hope they explain that. I want to see the technology. Mm-hmm. Unless it never gets spoken next, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things that someone wrote in this and that's it. We'll forget about it forever. Yeah. 
I, I, there was one scene I love when they were walking and uh, the kids are arguing over that stupid game and Isaac just takes the game, throws it up in the air and shoots it and destroys it. That was hilarious. I was like, okay, okay. I'm like, I like that. I like that. Um, I did observe something when I was watching this when, uh, you know, the Claire's captor shows his gun uh-huh. and it's, it's basically an earth gun. It's a Glock. So uh-huh. I was like, you guys couldn't have designed something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, did they just go to the prop department and say, give us a gun? And they gave them, yeah. a- they gave them a Glock. Yeah. Like, here you mm-hmm. go. It's obviously a Glock. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that the, there was a biological weapon put in the water supply and it basically killed the people in the food or made them sick and turned the people into cannibals, essentially. Now, do you think her captor was really um, going to eat her? Or what do you think his intentions were? I think his intentions were to keep her safe. She wasn't infected, obviously. So I think he was trying to seriously keep her safe away from the stuff. Because he had, he said he had a lot of food and a lot of water. But he could have been lying. I mean, he could he could have been just wanting to capture capture her to stay there forever. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll never obviously know the answer to that, especially considering he's dead. Yeah. Um, but she did she kill him or stun him? Because she could have just stunned him. Uh, I don't. Yes, I I want to say she stung him because remember when she told uh, her son she gave him the gun and said, "Make sure you keep it on stun." Mm-hmm. You know, we're not like these people or whatever like that. And like, so I think she won't only stun him. She is right, a doctor. A little better. I mean, she did stab him first. though. Well, true. I mean, he's going, he's down for the count, but you gotta remember though, she's a doctor. I don't think she would want to kill somebody if she didn't have to. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, I was interesting and it's funny watching it this, this time around, not realizing, you know, the, when the, when the little one falls in the water and then, then they mention the water's contaminated and all of a sudden you see he's sick later. You're like, Oh yeah, that's right. That makes sense. How he got sick. Oh, it didn't make sense the first time? Well, I didn't really pay attention to it like that the first time. It's like, this time, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. He fell in the water. It's 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 contaminated. Yeah. Um, There was just a little bit of comedy in this one. The comedy came from more of Isaac's perspective when he's saying all these technical terms, you know? Mm-hmm. Actually, I think most of the comedy was on the Orville. Yeah, there was a couple of comedic parts there especially when uh they find the spatial fold and and uh gordon goes we call those glory holes <laughs> <laughs> and bordis goes now entering the glory hole <laughs> don't use that word all right nobody use that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do i did like that though but yeah um i mean yeah this i mean that's to me it felt like you're right this didn't have much humor in it which which i kind of liked you know, it wasn't drop dead serious, but it was it was light on the humor, which I like. Mm-hmm. So this had a good balance to it. Um, I don't know. I mean, did this did this story get you in the feels? No, no. Okay, this was Night a little bit. Okay, so this was one of those when I when I'm like we're like we're gonna watch season one, and I'm like, okay, the one episode I don't care about is this episode. Really? Okay. I I don't really. I mean, there's no. There is character building in this one because we get to see Isaac in a different light. Uh huh. The kids because he's caring for these little kids. Uh-huh. He's learning about human interaction. Uh-huh. You know. And, and that was the one thing we talked about just before we started recording this episode was uh, the title "Into the Fold." Mm-hmm. You said it stood for what? The spatial fold. And I said it. It was 
Finn welcoming Isaac into the fold of her family. And that was a per- that was perfect. I didn't even think about that because <laughs> it ends right on there. I mean, and it was one of those things that I literally thought of as I said the title time, like, hey, I, I got an idea. That's what this is. Because I thought the same thing you thought too, what is like into the fold, like, oh, okay, there we go. That's why it's called this. That makes sense. You're a genius. Points for me. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a great episode to me, but I the one thing that I did like it was that there wasn't that much humor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't over the top. I did like all the lines that Isaac made though. Well, because he because he doesn't know what's going on really, so they just, you know. He looks at it from a different perspective than the way we would. I like when he says to, uh, to what's his name? The, one of the kids. He's like, you're not as intellectually stunted as I previously believed. Oh yeah. Yeah. The older, the older, less intelligent yeah. one he described early in the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, ow, ow. You just told his mother he's stupid. <laughs> I'm like he's just so matter of fact and I love that I love it and she's like yeah whatever he is stupid she didn't really even like flinch either yeah <laughs> so this is one of your more uh, one of your favorite episodes this is like higher up on the chain for you I wouldn't say favorite but I did enjoy the interactions mm-hmm. it had a little you know family element that was cool none of the other episodes so far had like a family building kind of thing well, there's no other episodes. No one else has a family, really. Yeah. that's No one thing. else has a family. And we don't get to see any character building like this. Yeah. I, I think basically Seth said, I'm going to take a week off. So write an episode that I don't really have to be in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it could I, have been that. I do like the fact that it was uh, completely around Dr. Finn. It was nice to see. Let's get off of the people that are always on the, on the bridge. Let's go. Let's see what the doctor's up to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's about it. You got anything else for this episode? Not really. All right. Well, what's that? Oh, I said I liked it. Okay. I, it was in the middle for me, just like last week's episode. It was in the middle. All right. Well, that's about it for this week's episode. And of course, Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's Brian Says. And of course, you can find all our episodes, these TV episodes, our movie episodes, everything else we do at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. And join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. UTC time as we geek out on movies and talk about news stories and what and everything else. Also, if you want to leave us some feedback on this, check us out on our social media sites or drop us an email at sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com. That's sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com. I want to thank everyone out there for joining us this week. And until next time, have a good one.